Oh, let's thank God for the moving of His Holy Spirit tonight. Oh, we thank you, Lord, that we are in a Holy Spirit-filled church. And Lord, still in these days, we can still, we can still sense your operation that where we have moved ourselves out of the way and that we can be Holy Spirit-led. Oh, we can be Holy Spirit-obedient. We can minister through the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I give you the praise. I give you the glory. Thank you tonight that we have Holy Ghost-filled worshipers. Oh, that are led of the Spirit, that let the Spirit of God flow. Oh, to see ourselves being set free by the mighty power of God. We give you praise. We give you glory today. Oh, amen. And before the end of the service, we're going to have Holy Ghost-led prayer. Oh, sometimes we don't know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit maketh intercession. And we're believing as the Spirit of God has led us so far in these areas that God is going to lead us as we pray. Oh, oh, all of these things combine for success. All of these things combine for the victory. And we believe that there's greater victories before the end of this service. Oh, we really do. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Thank you so much. Worship team, we appreciate you. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, one more time. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, aren't you glad you came to church tonight? Amen, amen. In the devotion tonight, I want to speak on the subject on winning combinations for your success and victory. Many churches tonight don't have some of the combinations, amen, that we have already sensed and seen tonight. Amen, what about answered prayer? Amen, what type of combinations does it take for people to have answered prayer? Amen, well, it takes you sometimes. We know that it takes God. It, it takes the moving of the Holy Spirit. I, I appreciate the combination of the worship, everything. Amen, your prayers, your faith. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. A combination. There are people tonight that are praying, but they're not exactly praying the prayer of faith. And some are not praying the perfect will of God. But when you put the right combinations together, things begin to happen. And, and that's what I really felt in my spirit, that we really need to discern those combinations in our life. Because what goes for one doesn't go for everybody. Surely there is, uh, the Word of God has got a way of putting it together that it does not change. But there are operations that are going on in your life. Amen, operations of the Holy Spirit. And there are things that you need to seek, amen, in order to find the sequence that opens the door in your life. Amen, that opens the door to meet your need. 
We need to find that in prayer tonight. Who should we pray for? How should we pray for them? Amen. And so the Bible tells us in Matthew 6 and 33 tonight, but seek first. Amen. Seek. Amen. There is a list of communications in that verse, seeking the Lord. If you seek me, the Lord says, you will find me. But seek first the kingdom of God. Amen. A lot of times people are seeking God only when they're in trouble. Amen. Instead of having a preparation, instead of having a discernment, instead of walking in the perfect will of God, I just don't believe it's always God's will, amen, for us to put God last and ask God to deliver us and thank God for his mercy. And it's okay at times, but, you know, God believes in the church being a prepper. Amen. That there is a proper sequence. So the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and then all of his righteousness. Hallelujah. You know, your ministry will not proceed your character. Amen. There is a combination that is involved. Amen. And it says, all these things shall be added unto you. And if you read the scriptures before this in proper context, Jesus is talking about all the things that you have need of, and God knows what you have need of, but in the context, amen, it is telling us here are the combinations and in bringing that into place. So most success and victory works in our Christian lives when right things are combined together in their proper order. Even this is applied in the world we live in. Amen, I read a saying that said, success is a combination of effort, of talent, and always hard work. There's got to be hard work and mental toughness. It's not just one thing, he says, that gets you there. It's an accumulation of things. And sometimes it's always an accumulation of people in your life that God has brought into your life. For the devil will try to bring others into your life to weaken you. Amen, to try to get you to stray. Amen, to do many things for you to miss the mark. But God wants to bring the right combination into your life. And so I've heard, say, I've heard people say that, well, you know, I'm going to get in church when I get some things in order in my life. <laughs> but that's the improper combination, right? Because you'll never get everything in order. You can't get everything in order within yourself. You need to first come to God. You need to first surrender to the Lord Jesus. Amen. And so even Jesus said, why call me Lord when you're not even going to do the things that I say? So we know that he was talking to people that sometimes had things out of the wrong combination. And then I've heard people say, well, you know, when I really get ahead financially, I'm going to begin to tithe. <laughs> Amen. And, and it's just a total difference. If you read Malachi, he said, if you bring the tithes to the storehouse, I'm going to open up the windows of heaven by faith. You see, faith and trust and believing in God is a proper combination for the Lord to bless your life. My neighbor uh, went off a little ways to work on the road, and so she wanted us to water her plants, but she has, amen, a, a combination lock on all of her gates, and, and so I remembered the combination, and uh, I know it because uh, my mom has this number uh, going on within her life, so it was easy to know that. So my wife and I have been seeing to her house while she's been gone, and it's almost been two weeks. But you know, on that combination lock, I, I could put 
one of the four numbers that go on that combination, but it would not work. The first one might work. The second one may work. The third, the, or the third one, I could put the fourth one into the third area, but it will not work. It has to go into sequence. And I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying tonight is I have a combination for your life. I have an order for your life. Amen. You sometimes, and even myself, I have been out of sequence. Amen. There are times I was looking at the will of God or trying to find the will of the Lord, but my sequence was sometimes out of order. So I'm asking you tonight, what combination of things are needed in your life today to see what you're needing to come to pass? First of all, amen, some combinations just don't work together. The Bible tells us there in 2 Corinthians 6 and 14 to be not unequally yoked together. Amen. What fellowship hath righteousness, you know, with darkness? And, and, and what communion with light and darkness? And he always says here in James chapter 3 and verse 11, does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? And so uh, the combination of a Christian life and bitterness really just does not mix. Amen. That combination will keep you from ministry. It will keep you from the victory that God would have you, amen, to have. Secondly, the absence of some combinations will leave you a bit unfruitful. And we've got to be careful. It is God's will for each and every one of you and myself to be fruitful in the things of God. If there's anybody that ought to be blessed, the church ought to be blessed. And why should they be blessed? Amen, because the world needs to see that the church is blessed. The world out there needs to see the reason why. Amen, that we have got the book of books. We have got the Lord of lords. We have got the King of kings. Amen, they need to see that. And so, but they need to have, see the right combination within our lives. The Bible says faith without works. Amen, or what? Faith without works are dead. Amen, so if you put faith but no works, amen, onto that faith, it's the bad combination. If you put laziness with faith, it's a bad combination. If you put doubt with faith, it is a wrong combination. So what do we do? Amen, what we do, we, sometimes we will fast and we will pray. We will purge ourselves. We will ask for the Holy Spirit of God to sanctify our thoughts and our hearts and also ask him, Lord, not my will, but let thy will be done. Whatever your combination is, I need to get, and you need to get the thought of your mind, this is what I gotta have. This is what I'm gonna do personally. We need to totally surrender to the will of God and get the right combination. And I'm talking to somebody tonight because you don't understand why things aren't happening and you're a good person, you are a good Christian and there are many good things of the Bible that is in your life but still some things are just not coming about. Why? Amen. The Lord is trying to say, you need to seek me. The Lord says, because I have the right combination. I have the right formula. And so, amen, the fruit that is combined. I love this. When I read about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, it is not just one, it is not just two, but it's everything that is working together. Amen, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, have a combination. Amen, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son. There's the combination. God so loved, amen, God so sent 
Amen. Jesus was willing. The Bible says it behooved him. He became what was necessary. Amen. To save you from your sins and deliver you out of, amen, all of the darkness that was in your life. And, and then there's the Holy Spirit, the combination uh, of what happens that the Holy Spirit will not bring to you anything but what the Lord has said unto him. There's that perfect combination. And when we get Amen. The spirit of submission and submitting to one together like we want to and quit, amen, making our personal memorials and, and quit lifting up ourselves and bow out. Amen. You're going to see God do greater things. What I love about Paul is, and I'd like to preach on this sometime, but every year he's in the ministry, the more humble that he gets. I do not always see that from ministers sometimes on TV or that are not on TV. Sometimes success uh, uh, in some is, is sometimes, a, uh, the way they deal with it is a bad combination. The different things that they, amen, usher in, they think about themselves. And I had a real good friend that was one of the best speakers or one of the best speakers in, in the Assemblies of God. And he told his wife one night when he was going home from a real uh, uh, a general meeting from churches of the Simmons of God all over the United States. He said, I wonder how many great preachers there really are. And she said, as a good amen preacher's wife, there is one less than you really think. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. Sometimes we need that spirit of humility to make the right combination, and that's what Jesus was. Jesus was humble. Amen. Without him humbling himself and saying, not my will, but thy will be done, amen, he wouldn't have gone to the cross, right? Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit, the Bible says in 2 Peter 1 and 4, by which we have been given to us exceedingly. Oh, I love that. God is an exceedingly God. Amen. He doesn't want us to be barren. Amen. To be without. Amen. Exceedingly. And he wants us to do exceedingly. And he says great and precious promises. And it says through these that you may be partakers of that divine nature. In other words, these things combined within your heart, amen, are there to make you successful, amen, to help you through your hardships, through your times, to continue to be a witness to the world. In 2 Peter 1 and 4, it talks about this. And in verse 5, it says, but also for this very virtue, amen, for this very reason, giving all diligence, in other words, wake up, amen, and with a combination of waking up, amen, he says, add to your faith virtue. And then to virtue, knowledge. Amen. To knowledge, self-control. I've said this here many times, that faith needs patience and patience needs faith. And I have seen people that had a lot of faith, but they didn't have a lot of patience. They, they did not have a patience. They had faith for a while, but it, it kind of dwindled out. Amen. And, 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 but if they had that perseverance, Amen. They could finish what God has started in their life. So there are things that we need to join. There's a combination of faith and virtue. Virtue and knowledge. Amen. The knowledge of his will. In the fullness of him. And to knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. Oh, we need to be a persevering church in these last days. Amen. To perseverance, godliness. 
Amen. Without godliness, amen, no one's going to see God and it's going to hinder our efforts. To godliness, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness, love. The Bible says that you can be spirit-filled. You can have the power of God. Paul said that you can speak with uh, tongues of angels and different languages, but if you have not love, if you have not love, bad com uh, combination. If you don't have love with it, and I have seen some Pentecostals, amen, and we, we kind of glory in the power, but there are some churches out there that are non-Pentecostals, amen, that love better than we. I said love better than we. And it can hinder our witness, amen, if we don't have that true combination. We must have the spirit of love, amen. Everything is really based, amen, upon love. Amen. If you have the proper love, you don't do these things. If you have the proper love, you do these things, the Bible says. And I can't read them all. Amen. But there is a great combination. The Bible says here, it says, and if these things are yours. So the combination is, is it yours? It's not just God's. This is the character of God. But if you're going to be an imitator of God, and if you're going to be a true ambassador of God, you have got to have these things because you'll bring reproach on the power of God. You'll bring reproach on the miracles of God if you have not the true love that you need, if these things are yours. So they need to be yours and abound. Are they abounding? You will neither be barren. You know what barren means in the original Greek? It means inactive. Amen, we've got too many inactive saints out there. Come on, they're just warming that pew and some of them can't even get to the pew. But if you have a combination of people that have the fruit of the Holy Spirit in their life and they have the power of the Holy Ghost in their life, it is a winning combination. It also means unemployed. Do you know that we have people spiritually unemployed? Amen, they never pray, they never pray for the sick. Amen. They're wanting everybody else to do things in the church. Amen. Amen. Unemployed. Another word for it is lazy, useless, barren, idle, slow. Amen. Now, the Bible says here within the fruit, it says, okay, add to this diligence. Come on, be diligent. Get with it. Amen. Because the world is going to hell. There are people that are needing miracles. Amen, and they need these combinations. Amen, the knowledge. Amen, it says, and you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord. That knowledge means the recognition, the full discernment, the full acknowledgement. You see, combining yourselves, amen, with the right people can determine what measure of success and victory that you may achieve. There are people that are sometimes weak because they stay around weak people. You've heard the expression, birds of a feather flock together. Amen. I, I've heard the crying ones. I, I've seen the crowd where they are the offended ones. Amen. Offended ones. Amen. The first church that I went to needed a real healing it, within the relationships. What are we going to do, Pastor Lemons? I said, we're going to start prayer meeting. And, and through prayer, anything ought to be done. But even in a prayer meeting, you... You, you got to uh, put sometimes back some personal views. Sometimes, you know, we have to get, and it's not a proper word, but we have to get unlearned because we have really learned, 
we have really learned. In fact, the Bible says there's a bunch of silly women and, and they have learned the wrong thing. Amen. We have learned how to make excuses of not being in church. We have learned to tell the pastor, no, I just don't feel that I'm that I'm not I, that I'm that person for that job, and I guarantee you, if one of these on the staff comes to you, you have got you are ready to do whatever because they're not going to ask anybody that is not ready to enter into a certain ministry, and, and so we we have different things like this that is going on. What type of believers do you pray with? Amen. What type of believers do you pray with? Now there are some churches that will get behind the pulpit and say, "Well, we really need." to kind of pray for so-and-so, so-and-so, and, uh, but are they ready to receive a miracle Amen. right then? Are, are they believing God right? I mean, are they really in the depth of it right then? Amen. The combination of people that know how to pray. I've read books on prayer, and I know exactly when somebody is not a prayer warrior that has read that book. Amen, I love reading books about prayer when men know how to pray, when women know how to pray, when they put their experiences in there personally of how they know how to pray. The Bible says, again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth, and, and, and that two of you, here's the agreement together, that you need to be in agreement. Most of you are here tonight, and you belong in this church because there is an agreement. There's a combination of faith, amen, that you believe God for miracles. You believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You believe that the day of miracles are not over, amen, that we're going to do everything we can till the trump of God sounds, amen. And I love that combination. But sometimes you can get with the wrong people. When, when I was at a Pentecostal college and I was traveling on the weekends and I mean, I began to see oil pouring out from underneath my car. I didn't really have any money. And, and uh, what I did make, the Lord blessed me, and I tried to pay off my school bill, and, but I, I didn't have money for everything. And I needed somebody to believe God that God was going to stop the oil. And, and I asked a few of my friends, well, you know, I, I got to go eat, and I got to do this, I got to do that. And I went to one of my spiritual fathers that God led me to. Amen. His name was Dr. Don Paul Gray. In fact, he, he preaches at Jimmy Swaggart on Sunday night sometime, 80 years old. And that man still has the fire. He still has the power. Amen. The man has, has pastored some great churches, has mentored so many people and and, and I love it. He, he would teach his students and say, you know, never be scared of education. Amen. Especially Christian education. You know, you have heard about the cemetery, seminary, and all of that. Well, I went to a Holy Ghost field uh, school. But there were some that kind of looked at education like God. But, but he began to put some things in my life that I needed to combine within my spirit. Because as I said before, I had a lot of the Holy Ghost and I had a lot of fire, but I did not always have the wisdom. I did not always have the knowledge that we just talked about to combine, to see more happen in my ministry. You see, amen, it's not just good enough for us to receive the baptism. 
and I love the baptism. I mean the initial evidence, uh, the speaking in tongues, but there are things that must go with it, amen, for it to last, for it to do its purpose in our lives, and, and we need things to combine with it. But I went to him, and, and I said, Brother Gray, uh, I can't get nobody, I can't get another instructor uh, to help me pray. Well, he said, let's go. He went out there and took some of the oil that had fallen on the parking lot, and it was heavy. He looked underneath and saw it heavily dripping, and he put a cross on it and rebuked it in the name of Jesus, and there was a few kids that laid hands on my car, and it completely stopped that day. Completely stopped. Amen. Amen. You gotta watch out who you agree with. It says that if two of you shall agree on earth concerning anything that they shall ask, there's the asking. That's in combination, faith and asking. A lot of people, it is easy for them to ask, but do they have faith to receive? Are they watching for it? Are, are, are they ready for it? Amen. It says concerning anything they will ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. What type of person will you be joined with in the time of suffering or in the time of hardship? I went to a friend of mine, and I was down as could be many years ago. I was sick. I, I, I just, man, I was just ready to throw it up. Amen. And I went to him. I thought, there's going to be encouragement. Boy, he's going to get down with me. He might even prophesy over me. Boy, he's going to be a lot of encouragement because I know he has in the past. You know what he said to me? Well, Jerry, maybe God's wanting to take him. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear. I didn't drive over 300 miles, but amen. And uh, I don't know if he tried to use a little psychology. I don't know if he tried to combine a few things. Maybe he thought I had some self-pity there that was holding me back or whatever the situation is. Maybe there was some logic or psychological uh, uh, information that he had that he was trying to. But in all the other areas, he had always joined with me, believed with me. Amen. I wouldn't be the person that I am today if it wasn't for him. We joined together. We preached revivals together. And, and, and I just thank God for him. And I thank God for the combination of my wife. Amen. It, it, she's just got to have a lot of faith in the Holy Ghost just to even live with me. Okay. Amen. No amens now. No amens. So what type of person? At Acts 16 and 23, Paul and Silas were beaten with rods, thrown in the inner prison. And we find out that, amen, what kind of person would you want with you at that time? Now, I know, I know the strong has to bear the infirmities of the weak. I know we need mentors, come on. We just can't all combine in a little huddle and just keep to ourselves, you know, and well, all the faith people get over here, all this people, all the mature. I, I know we got to kind of mix things up a little bit. We got to bring people up, amen, to uh, the place where God would have them to be. We can't back up, but I'll tell you what, when they were in there, 
when they were in hardship, when they had been beaten, they say most of the time when, when they get beat with these type of rods, it breaks ribs and everything else. But you know what? Amen. They had such a great faith in that time of hardship. I tell you, when I'm going through hard times, I want somebody that will stick with me. Instead of just, uh, amen, cursing somebody, instead of saying we shouldn't have done it, we shouldn't have entered the ministry, we shouldn't have done this and that, shouldn't have went, we shouldn't have tried that, we shouldn't have gave that check and offering on that. Instead of doing all that, they began to sing. They began to pray together. And the power of the Holy Ghost fell. Amen. And, and the bands that they had, and, and how their hands were locked up and stocks, everybody, I mean everybody was set free that night and it gave an opening to witness to the jailer and not only he was saved but his whole house was saved. Some spiritual combinations can be good but might not be good enough to meet the need. Amen. John told everybody there in Matthew 3 and 11, someone's coming, and he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, I just talked about that. Amen. In the book of Acts, chapter 6 and verse 3, amen, there were needs uh, in the area, and the disciples, our apostles, were preaching and teaching day and night, praying. And they needed some helpers, they needed some servants, and they said, therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation here. Good reputation here, the combination here. Amen. First, they were of good reputation. Then they were to be full of the Holy Ghost. And then also full of wisdom. You see, when you have this great power, I, I've seen too much of little wisdom. Amen, that has happened sometimes in churches or uh, with people thinking that they were the, the person in the church. They were the faith person in the church or, or even someone just trying to do what was right but just had a lack of wisdom. And, and it kind of, it, it, it's like somebody coming and, and bringing me a steak that I have ordered and man, I, I, I had them I had put some cheese on it and I had them put some uh, 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 mushrooms on it and boy, they had it decorated. They had everything, but the plate is dirty. I said, the plate is dirty. Amen, sometimes you just gotta have more than the steak. Amen, you need a good plate to put it on. You need a good reputation, amen. Amen, in order for the Holy Ghost to come upon you and not only to say that man or woman is a people of power, but they're people of good reputation. They're people of good character. Come on, amen, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is in there. I've seen them shout, I've seen them weep, I've seen them in a time of sorrow. But in this area, they said, we need people of wisdom. And sometimes why people, and even myself, why sometimes God could not trust me in areas of my life is because I didn't have enough wisdom. Amen, that it could damage or do something or cause steel, even though a miracle or something great had happened, it could put steel a bad taste upon the situation. Amen, amen. Without wisdom... We can either come short, we can come void, or even nullify what God has done. Amen. Let, let's look at another combination. Amen. Acts in 6 and 8, Stephen. Right before he gets stoned, he's a man that's full of faith. Now, we know he's full of the Holy Ghost. 
but he is also full of faith. Amen. He is also full of power. Amen. And the Bible said he did great wonders and signs among the people. And I'll tell you what else he had. He was a man of character. He was a man that did exactly what Jesus did toward the end of his life before he breathed his last breath. He said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Amen. What did he say at the end? I'd be throwing, amen, some stones back at him probably. <laughs> amen. Yeah, that might be what I would be doing after preaching to him, trying to get him saved, and they're going to take me out, throw me off a cliff, and if I've survived, they're going to stone me to death. What did he say? He said, Lord, lay not this sin at their charge. And that is a combination that a Pentecostal really needs to forgive those that have wronged us. Combinations. Combinations. Matthew 11 and 28, and my time has run out. But he says, come to me. A lot of people don't come to the Lord. Well, let the Lord come to me. He knows what I have need of. <laughs> That's not the way it works. He says, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Well, the combination is still, it's still not spoken. It says, now, next verse 29, take my yoke upon you. And then do something else in that combination that a lot of people don't wait around for. And he says, learn of me. Amen. One of the reasons why God sent me to school after being full-time for a while as an evangelist is because there were still things that I really need to learn. And I thought that it was going to somehow cripple me by keeping me out of where I had been that I wouldn't be able to lead as many to Jesus and I wouldn't be able to see as many miracles and healings and people, churches filled with revival. I thought that, Lord, I'm wasting time. Woo, but God taught me something. But there were times I didn't want to learn. There were times that I, I didn't really have the patience. But the patience that I learned in school is the patience that was added to my faith that produced more. Amen. What I yielded to the Lord in my combination and said, yes, Lord, I'll do it. Amen. It added to my life. It added to my faith. The learning added to me. Amen. Learn of me. And when I began not only to be speaking in tongues, not only to be reading through my Bible and getting a hold of faith, but when I began to let God teach me, to let God fully mold me, when God needed to add some things and combine some things in my life, because not only would it shortchange myself if I didn't get them, amen, it would shortchange the people that I would be ministering to. Oh, my brother, would you put on some music? Lord, in the name of Jesus.